0: I want you to go down to the potter's house. And he said, when you go down to the potter's house, I want you to look into the window and I want you to to see what's going on in there because what's happening on the inside of the potter's house is going to be very, very good illustration for you to see what I'm doing with the nation of Israel. Somebody shout, I'm ready. Are you ready? Now watch. So Jeremiah goes down to the potter's house. And when he goes down to the potter's house, he looks inside the window. And when he looks inside the window, he sees the potter sitting there at the wheel. And as he was sitting there at the wheel, he had in his hand a clay pot. And this clay pot was in the hand of the potter. But as it was in the hand of the potter, the potter was making this vessel. And the Bible said that it got marred. Everybody shout marred. It got marred in the hand of the potter. It got messed up. It got ruined in the hand of the potter. Do you know that the person that you're, next, that you're sitting next to right now is really just a pile of dirt? Look at somebody and say, you're just a pile of dirt. How do I know this? If I would go all the way back to Genesis, the Bible says in Genesis chapter 2 that the Lord God formed man from the dust of the ground that word dust is the same word for earth and or clay or mortar is it's dust that we're just piles of dirt yes i know ladies you were poor you were pulled out of our rib but we you became from us so we were dirt so you're just a dirt ball as well so we're all just really at the end of the day we're just balls of dirt formed and fashioned in the image of god aren't you glad that god fashioned us and formed us and and shaped us. And so we're really, today, I don't know if you've ever heard of the term that God is our potter and we're the clay. In fact, and Isaiah talks about that, that God is the potter and we're the clay. When I think about that, I I think about what the potter does at the wheel. He, He turns it and he fashions it and he makes it into what is in his heart, what's in his mind. And when I look at different, I look at different vases and they're all different shapes these are all made from the same material they were all made from from dirt but they were all shaped on a wheel but they all have different sizes and shapes and colors well I can kind of best kind of illustrate it like this I need a couple volunteers we have this nice lady right here here you stand here please you stand and face everybody let's see who else okay let's get Voss and Samson up here Boston, Samson, come up here. Let's let's stand up here side by side. And just face everybody. All right, very good. Jesse, can you come here? I know you're a ham. Come here, please. And you come and you face the crowd. Okay. All right, very good. Just face everybody. Let's see who else here we can get up here. Max, can you come up here, please? And just stand right here. All right. What happened? Oh, Elijah's there, too? Okay, perfect. Great. Max, can you face everybody? Now, in the same way as these are all vessels up here, jar clays, vessels of clay, vessels of dirt, in the same way, these guys up here are all the same. They're all vessels. They're all, some are very young, some are older, some are interesting and challenging. Some are confident, some are beautiful, some are challenging, right? And so, but at the end of the day, they're all vessels. They all have different ages, they have different genders, there's different sizes, there's, there's different paths that these are all on, but these are all clay pots. They're all in the hand of God, no matter what happens in our life These clay pots, no matter where they're at in their journey, they're always in the hand of God. Amen. Can you give these guys a great big hand? Great job. Love you guys. Go ahead and have a seat. Go ahead and have a seat. Thank you. So as he was looking into the window, he saw the potter sitting at the wheel. And I want you to think about this for a minute. And he was shaping the vessel. And as he was shaping this this jar of clay, the Bible said it got marred or got ruined while he was making it. But where was the vessel at? Does anybody know the vessel was on the wheel, but it was also where? In the hand of the potter. And never left the hand. Do you know that we could be doing the right thing and in the right place and still sometimes get into our place to a place of ruin? Sometimes we can get into a place where our life is, feels like it goes off track. And, and as it's spinning around, even though we feel like God's hand, in, hand is on it, all of a sudden our life gets marred. It gets messed up. Well, instantly, you know, the first thing that the potter should have done is what? He should have threw it away. This is no good for nothing. As soon as he saw that mark, instead of throwing it away, he started over again. He hit the reset button on this jar. He still saw value in it. He still saw something that was worth making again. He didn't want to give up on this jar pot, even though that everybody else said, you know what, just get rid of the thing. It's it's no more valuable. It's, why would you even take time with that thing? Nobody else would. But you know what he did? He started to make it again. And he started to form it again as it seemed good. To the potter. You know, nothing at the moment seems to be good. I don't understand why things take place. We got a phone call last night about a young lady going through a surgery right now, right now in surgery. Many of you know who this young lady is. Her name is Diane. They had to remove. Both legs because of the diabetes that has set in. This happened this morning. This is going on right now, Christmas Day. We're going to pray for the family. This is a moment where she's on this wheel and the wheel is spinning and we're trying to figure and she's trying to figure out why, why is this is happening even right now. This is a this is a moment where she feels marred, where maybe life feels ruined. There, some of us right now here this morning, you feel like You're going through life and journeying through life, all of a sudden your life gets ruined and it gets into a place where you feel like, how can it ever get repaired? Marriages get this way, businesses get this way, financial status, health. We get ourselves into different places where we feel like, how can we recover? How can we reset? What is God doing? In fact, the Bible says in Romans chapter 9, it says, why should the created say to the Creator why did you do this to me why did you shape me this way why are you allowing my life to spin out of control this way why are you allowing why did you allow this mark but here's the thing that we got to remember church is that we're still in the hand of God and that no matter what no matter where we get off track the vessel was still in the hand of the potter that no matter how off track no matter how ruined my life seems to get, God, his hand is still on me. I don't understand it. I don't deserve his hand. There are things that I've done that don't deserve the hand of God upon my life. Shout amen if you know what I'm saying. I think, of the, I think of the prodigal son. I think about how he marred his life. The word prodigal means wasteful. He wasted his life. He wasted himself. Got himself into a place away from the Father. And when they came back to the Father, instead of the Father throwing him away, Instead of the father saying, you're no more good and couldn't find any more value in him, he saw him still as his son. He still saw something in him worth dressing him in his robe, putting the signet uh, ring on his finger, which represented you're still a part of the family. The sandals on his feet, which said you're no longer a servant, you're part of the family. And so, in the hand of God, but yet sometimes our life still leads to ruin. But he shaped it again and shaped it as it seemed good to him. He didn't give up on this jar in the same way that God is fastening our life. He doesn't give up on us, even though we feel like we've got a lot of questions for the potter. How many in here would raise your hand and say amen to that? that we, that A lot of times we say, God, why why is this going on? And, and the whole time God is still fastening and his plan his plan for us and we can't understand it but he he sees something in us and he keeps shaping us at the wheel. And I was watching a pottery video and and they keep adding water to it to keep it soft, to keep it pliable. You see, water in the Bible represents, it represents purity. It represents baptism. It represents deliverance. It represents healing. That when the children of Israel came through, they came through the waters, the Red Sea. When they came through the Jordan River, they were delivered. In the same way God wants to water us with the word and water us and purify us as we're going through These moments, but it was marred in the hand of the potter and he shaped it again into another. The Bible says this it says that we have this treasure in earthen vessels, that the excellence of the power may be of God, not of us. I want to say that again. But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God and not of us. In that same verse, just a next sentence later, it says that we're hard-pressed on every side. We're hard-pressed on every side, but we're not, we're not. We're struck down, but we're not destroyed. We're, we're perplexed, but we're not in despair. We're hard-pressed. Why? Because God wants to glorify what's on the inside, what's on the outside you see me i look at the outward appearance man we look at the outward appearance you remember when the prophet samuel came to the house of jesse you see when he walked in the door god sent him there to anoint and assign the next king when he walked in the oldest brother stood before him big tall very attractive strong good-looking guy Maybe like Max Petrovich, maybe you're standing there like that. He said, This has got to be God's anointed. This has got to be God's appointed man for the job. He gets his oil ready, he's getting ready to anoint him, and instantly God says, No, I haven't chosen him. Now, I love Max, but it, that wasn't the one. What he wanted was, he was after a, a man after God's heart. He said, I, the Lord, look at the heart. Man looks at the outward appearance, but God looks at the heart. That's when he found David out in the field, pulled him in, anointed him, set him on track to be the next king of Israel. Hard pressed on every side. I want to talk to somebody this morning that's still standing. I want to talk to somebody today that, because of the earthen vessel, because of the treasure, because of what's in me, helps me to keep standing. I said it's what's in me not what I look like on the outside hold on greater is he that's in me I said greater is he that's in me than he that's within this world the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead is the same spirit that dwells inside of me it's I know that this may sometimes perform. I know that this may look good sometimes on the outside. But guess what? This will fail you. It's what's on the inside that will never fail you. It's what's on the inside. It's what keeps me standing. It's what's on the inside that keeps me moving forward. That makes me not give up. Even though I'm, I, my, my life feels like it's in ruin. Even though I feel like just throwing in the towel. But it's the Spirit of God that's on the inside of me that keeps me moving not by might it's not by power but by my spirit says the Lord it's not the might of one hand of your hand or it's not the might of many hands but it's what's on the inside of me that keeps me standing it's what's on the inside of me you know what that treasure is his name is Jesus come on he was sent as a baby here on this day we celebrate this day he came as a baby in a manger but today he sits at the right hand of the father but guess what he's inside me I don't understand it, but he's in my heart. The Holy Spirit is inside of me. When we have the Holy Spirit inside of us, we're able to stay standing in a place of dependence on him. God sent me here today to talk to some imperfect people, some people that maybe you feel like you your life has gone into a place of ruin, but and, and, and you're like, God, guess what? Just throw it away. God says, no. There's still value because I'm in you. I died for you. My spirit is inside of your heart. There's still good inside of you because my spirit is inside of you. I sent my son to be inside of your life, to be inside of your marriage, to be inside of your home. And that's why you're able. That's why you're here today. and because there's still something inside. It keeps me having faith keeps me believing God when everybody else is not believing God. Yeah, it's not the outside. I know we like to dress it up and I know we like to make it up and I know we like to fix it up and dress it up and look good on the outside. But there are too many people that go around in the world today. They look real pretty on the outside, but on the inside, they're still full of fear and hurt and bitterness. But God is saying today we need to get baptized again in the spirit. We need to allow the spirit of God, the spirit that's on the inside of you to stir it up again. Stir up the gift of God inside of you again. Allow the Holy Ghost to speak in you again. Praying the Spirit. Believe God again. Walking in faith. That's what keeps me standing. I want us to close with this song. I want to pray. I want us to sing this song. But this song today is a song of declaration that we're still able to stand through every storm why? because what's in me even if I'm hard pressed on every side I'm able to stand because of what's inside of me come on I'm able to keep standing not because I'm good not but because of my talent I'm standing because of the treasure that's inside of me this treasure is Jesus. This treasure is the Holy Spirit. For I have this treasure in earth and vessels that the excellence of the power may be of God, not of me. I want to ask you a question. If you feel like you've been hard-pressed on every side, raise your hand real high if you feel like you've been hard-pressed. Raise your hand real high if you feel like you've been on this wheel and you're just spinning, and then all of a sudden you felt like there was a place of ruin where you felt like something was ruined in your life. Raise your hand real high. feel like you're just spinning. But guess what? You're still standing. And you have the grace to keep standing. Why? Because of the Spirit of God that's inside of you. As a declaration, would you stand right now, just all over this place. And for anyone that's ever gone through anything, and you want, when you hear the words of this song, I want you to close your eyes for a moment. If you want to step out, come to the front. I believe that God is going to touch some people in this room in a big way. Do me a favor before we begin to sing, just come on, let's just turn our attention to the Lord. I'm telling you, the Holy Ghost, I can feel the Holy Spirit in here so strong right now. It's because of the Spirit of God that's inside of you that you're still standing. It's because of his, the spirit of God is inside of you. Close your eyes, raise your hands. Come on, here we go. Come on, let's sing this. There were times when I almost gave up and I cried.